with a testimony to encourage the body of Christ. And I want to ask if we can be considerate and also make room for those that are being scooted in in the rows to sit down. We appreciate you guys all. Jose Riesco, let's give it, let's give it up for Jose. Hey, everyone. Um, I just want to testify about something that happened yesterday. Uh, we're actually working the last couple of weeks, about 11 days ago, two Wednesdays ago. The Holy Spirit spoke to me in a prayer and told me to go talk to my coach from high school baseball. He's our high school baseball coach, me and Bertles, actually. And I went to try to talk to him. I left a message, hey, what's going on? Coach, call me back. Of course, I was going to tell him about the Lord Jesus, you know. A um, couple days later, he died, all right. Um, I know that's sad, but yesterday, I got to go over there to the, to the funeral, and um, the Holy Spirit spoke to me, told me he wants me to go talk to all the people. It was a Catholic church, you know, people claim the, uh, the name of the Lord, but uh, don't really live it. And uh, I got to go in front of everyone with a broken heart and uh, tears, remember my coach. And I told everyone, hey, I didn't get to tell my coach this, but I'll tell you guys this. John, of course, I went to John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And that's what I give you guys today. That's what we celebrate on Christmas, that Jesus came down on the cross. Whether it be this day or not, that's what we celebrate. The Lord coming down in the flesh. God coming in the flesh. Amen? Amen. All right, I'm going to pray for everyone. Lord, I just thank you, God. I thank you for the cross and that you came down in the flesh, that God came down in the flesh. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, that you died for our sins on the cross. And God, I pray that we would glorify you today, that we would glorify your holy name and all the things you've done. May you have your way in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, just in the attitude of worship. Would everybody just close their eyes right now? Come on, all across this place. This is our Christmas celebration. It's the reason for this season, Jesus Christ. And let's just set our hearts on him right now. Come on. If you just have to say his name, just say his name, Jesus. Jesus, we come here to worship you. We come to lift up your name. We come to adore you. We come to sing songs of praise and worship from our hearts, for our inmost being. Come on right now, church, would you begin to do it right now before any song, before the words on the karaoke screen. Jesus, you are in this place. Be high, be lifted high, God. Come, Lord, fill this place with your glory. Fill this place with your presence. Come on. We desire you, God, to know you deeper, deeper. It's so much more. This first song is called Alive. Amen. How many of you know Jesus is alive this morning? Come on, help me sing this song. For all. 
dry eyes follow in your ways. Forever free in the empty place. Because you are, you are, you are my freedom. We live too higher, live too higher. Your love, your love, your love never ending. Oh, 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 yeah. You are alive in us. Nothing can take your place. You are all we need. Your love has set us free. Oh, oh, oh. Go sing in the mist. In the mist of the darkest night. Every voice. But let your love be the shining light. Break the chains. Break the chains that we're holding. You set your sun down to set me free. Everything of this world will fade. I'm pressing on, pressing on till the end of I will never let you ever die. And I will stop till your kingdom come. You are. Because you are, you are, you are my freedom. We live too higher, live too higher. Your love, your love, your love never ending. Come on, bet your grace. We lift it up this way. Nothing can take your place. You are all we need. Your love has set us free. You are alive in us. Nothing can take your place. You are all we need. Your love has set us free. Whoa. You are, you are, sing it out. Live too high, your love, your love, your love, never ending. Oh, oh, oh. You are not in us, nothing can take your place. You are all we need, your love has set us free. One more time. You are alive in us. Nothing can take your place. You are alive in us. Just voices. You are alive in us. Nothing can take your place, Jesus. You are all we need. Your love has set us free. You are alive in us. Oh, he's alive in this place. Because you are. We your love has. Set us free, Lord. Oh, come on, church. Give him praise. You are alive. You are alive, Lord. Holy is your name. that we've come here for to see some performances from children and special talents that people may have but right now just in the attitude of worship come on
Jesus is alive. Amen. It's the Christmas season. Christmas, Christ. If we could just close our eyes just to help us concentrate and just focus. Amen. Christ. Christ. Just empty your minds of everything else, the busyness, what you have to do after church or how your children are behaving or your Christmas list and what you're going to do. And let's just focus this morning right now, all our attention, all our energy, all our focus on Jesus. Come on, the person of Jesus. What a sweet name, Jesus. Come on. Just begin to worship him. Just begin to thank him in your own words. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Come on. You're so good, God. We bless you in this place. Be high and lifted up. There is none like you, Jesus. There is none like our Jesus. Church, he's here this morning. He's here this morning. With the same Jesus, full of grace and mercy. Come on. Full of forgiveness. Full of power. like a hurricane I am a tree bending the knee the weight of his wind and mercy when all of a sudden I am unaware of these afflictions he takes by glory's Just every voice. Thank you. 
fill this place with your praise. You sing Just lift your voice at Place your hand over your heart here this morning, and let's sing this out. Oh, how He loves me! Come on, uh, He loves me. Oh, <laughs> he loves me. 
There's a sweet presence of the Lord here in this place. Hallelujah. There's a sweet presence of the Lord here in this place. Church, come on. Just begin to praise Him. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. We welcome you, God. Come here this morning. Change hearts. Come on. Change hearts, God. Come and save people. Hallelujah. The sweet presence of the Lord here this morning. Come on, church. We press in this morning. Feel this place with your praise. Feel this place with your glory. time for the Holy Spirit to come and if you feel led of the Lord this morning to share a word with the church, come on now and do service. the great I am. He's the one you've been seeking for. Come on, this morning, if that word was for you, if you've been looking after things to kind of satisfy your needs, to satisfy that, that spot, that hole in your heart, 
to be the all the the thing that you need. Come on, he is the one that you need this morning. It's not in relationships, it's not in a job, it's not in your family, it's in Jesus Christ. Right now with all eyes closed, would you turn to Jesus? Come on, it's a heart decision right now. Would you say in your heart this morning, I turn to you, Lord. I turn to you, God. You're the one I've been looking for. Amen. the greatest gift that you could give away this Christmas season it is not in materials it's not in objects it's, it's not in words but the greatest gift you can receive is Jesus and the greatest gift you can give God is your heart Come on right now and worship. Would you give him your heart? Come on. Come on, God. Not that fleshly thing, not the thing that pumps the blood. Come on, give him your heart, everything you are, who you are, your plans, your hopes, your future. Come on. sing this song in closing. My hope is built. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I 
Seems. When darkness seems to hide his face, I rest on his unchanging grace. And every high and stormy that you are seeking after hearts, God. Hearts that desire you, hearts that want to grow closer to you, Father. 
So, Lord, as you search this place, God, I pray that you would find hearts so genuine and true. Genuine and true, Jesus. If you in this place just desire more of him, just raise your hand with me this morning. God, we desire you. The Lord says that if you ask, you will receive. So, God, we ask for more of you this morning, more of your word, more of your spirit, more of your heart, God, in this place. If you believe that the Lord can give it to you above and beyond what you could possibly imagine, just begin to thank him this morning. God, we thank you for your spirit. God, we thank you for your presence. God, we thank you for your, your word that's so true, God. Lord, we ask this morning that you would have your way in our lives, that you would lead us and guide us in all that we say and do. If you believe that, can you say amen with me this morning? Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah, Father, we thank you this morning. Jesus this morning. We thank you, Jesus, this morning. And we ask, Father, that you would have your way throughout the service, that you would have your way through the presentations, God, through the altar time, God, and through our baptisms, Father. We ask that you would meet every person here this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, and everybody said, amen and amen. Greet somebody this morning. Say hi to your neighbor. Hallelujah. Right now what we're going to do is we're going to dismiss our king's kids. <laughs> we're just going to dismiss our children. And if you all would just begin to find your seat this morning. Hallelujah. We, I see Miss Lily over here, Miss Ashley. Good morning, everyone. I'm Pastor Leilani here at Metro Praise, and I just want to welcome you this morning. God is so good. God is so good. God is so faithful. I love seeing all of your faces. See so many visitors. I just want to welcome you this morning. And I want to take some time right now. I'm going to preach the gospel to you. I want to share a word with you this morning. See, many of us here this morning have felt something new. See, in this moment, in this time, and in in, in during the time of worship, many of you, that was the Holy Spirit. That was God. You were feeling God this morning. See, and I know many of us come and we have so much on our plates, you know, so much on our backs, so much burden, so much worry. And I know sometimes the holidays can add on to that, but what I want you all to know this morning is that the holiday season is not about gifts. It's not about your paychecks. It's not about all that you can do, all that you can say. It is about Jesus, Christmas, Christ and Christmas, Jesus. And so this morning, I do have a scripture that I would like to share with you. It's found in the book of Romans chapter 10, and I'm going to read verses 9 through 10. If you declare with your mouth, that Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. 
For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and you and are saved. See, the first thing we see here is if you declare. If you declare, if you speak this out, that Jesus is Lord. If you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. See, God is a God of action this morning. He doesn't care about your lip service. See, some of us come to church like on days like today for special services, for an itch. And some of us come and we tell Jesus how much we love him, how much we appreciate him, how thankful we are for all the blessings we have. And we walk away from a service like this and go back to the way we live life. See, but if you declare, if you believe, if you act, key word this morning, act upon the things you say. If you truly, truly believe this with all your heart, you would be different. Jesus is Lord. God raised him from the dead. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one can see the kingdom of God but through him. So this morning, it's not just about saying it. It's about believing it. It's about acting upon it. So I want to challenge you this morning. Don't just bring God lip service. Don't just feel it now and walk out these doors and forget what God is doing in your heart. is so good and it is the love of God that's brought many of you here today and it's the love of God that has beckoned many of you to invite your friends and family this morning and I pray that every person in this place during this worship time felt the presence of God God's love is so tangible and all he desires from you is a relationship See, it is a relationship. Many of you, husbands, wives, boyfriends, girlfriends, know what a relationship is, and that is what Jesus, God, desires from us, that we would walk and talk with him. Remember, act, walking and talking and living it out with Jesus. If you all would stand with me this morning as I pray. For those of you who do not have a relationship with the Lord, we're just going to pray right now. And I have Pastor Lauren and my brother here, Salvador, and they're going to be up here for the time when you want to come up and pray. They also can help you learn what else happens after you get saved. Amen. So let us bow our heads and pray this morning. Lord God, we thank you so much for your presence. God, we thank you so much for who you are in our lives, that you, God, would come from heaven and die on a cross a gruesome death that we may be saved to have a relationship with you, God. Lord, I pray for every person in this place, God, those who know you, those who don't know you, I ask, God, that you would meet them where they are. God, I ask that you would have your way in their lives this morning. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen. And if you want prayer, remember, please come to Pastor Lauren and Salvador. But right now, we are going to declare our confession of faith. This is what we believe to be true. This is our Christian worldview. Amen. So on the count of three, I want us all to say this together, okay? One, two, three. I believe in one God and creator who is the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Father who so loved the world. The Son who purchased my salvation in his death, burial, and resurrection and the Holy Spirit who makes me new and abides in me forever. 
I believe in the perfect Holy Bible that reveals God's purposes and plans for my life. I believe in the second coming of Jesus who will judge the living and the dead. I believe in the eternal reward of believers in Jesus and the eternal punishment for all unbelievers in Jesus. I believe in the United Church of Jesus Christ, built upon apostles and prophets, elders and deacons, in which the gates of hell shall not prevail. I believe in the salvation for all mankind. It is by faith alone, in Christ alone, and by God's grace alone, for the glory of God alone. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Come up if you need prayer and greet one another this morning. Amen, amen. Who's excited to be in the house of the Lord this morning? Make some noise. It is time to party. Let's say it. Party, 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 party. Let's see who's going to do it uh, louder. We're going to do this side, and then we're going to do this side. Party. Party, party, 
Louder. Woo! Give your hand, a, give yourselves a hand clap. Come on. We are so excited. I think we're bursting at the seams. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us here at Metro Praise International. We welcome you for our Christmas party service. If this is your first time, we want to welcome all of our first-time visitors. If you could just raise your hand, kind of wave it in the air. If you did not receive this at the door, our ushers will get one to you. If you could please fill out the bottom portion, cut it off, put it in the drop box. We would love to connect with you throughout the week. Thank you again for joining us here at MPI. Our services here are every Sunday at 10 a.m. And then Elevate every Friday at 7 p.m. Elevate meets. It's 11 to 18 years old. They meet every Friday at 7 p.m. If you know any teenagers, bring them on by. It's an exciting time for them to get a hold of Jesus. Come on. And today is our Christmas party, if you have not noticed. We are all pumped. So we are going to have a Christmas talent show today. We're going to have free family portraits. If you have not received your portrait yet, and if you have not signed up, please do so immediately following the service. And then we'll do the baptisms, and then we're going to do the portraits again. So we have a fun, packed day for you guys, along with gifts for the children. So we are just so excited that you came to celebrate Christmas with us today. Next week, I want to give you the heads up. We are closing out the year with your identity in Christ sermon series and it's going to be called the title of the message is a new year with a new life that is the last sermon of the year you don't want to miss it so bring your friends bring your families your neighbors your co-workers because that is going to be the last sermon of the year and it's going to bless your life and it's going to set us up for victory for 2015 how many of you guys want to have a victorious year for 2015 come on Amen. Our vision here at MPI is very simple. We want to love God and we want to love people. How many of you guys want to do that with us? I think we want to connect, mentor, and send. That is our discipleship strategy. So first we want to connect you to Jesus, connect you to our church through our life groups. Somebody say life groups. On the back of your handout, you'll have all the information for what kind of life groups we have, when, and where they meet. And we have them divided into two sections, ministry-based and special needs-based. And right now we want to give you a snapshot of what's happening just this week, something that you can do uh, to put into your calendar and get plugged in and connected to the church. So today we have our single mama's party. Their life group always has child care. They meet at 5 p.m. today. Along with, we also have today our marriage home Bible study. So for all of our married folks, make some noise. They are also meeting at 5 p.m. And then this coming Friday, we have two adult Bible studies, one at the Govea's house, one at the Walker's house. So if you have not gone out, if you're an adult, 18 and above, you are missing out if you are not going to these life groups. So they're meeting this Friday, 7 p.m. And then Saturday, we have evangelism. All ages are welcome. Meet at the church at 5. At five. Find something to do this week. Plug in and get connected to the church. Amen? And then we want to mentor you. The book that we have leaders ready to take you through is called Welcome to Your New Life. It's seven steps to your spiritual growth. And so we want to mentor you. We want to pour into your life. 
And then after you graduate that, we have the 201 class, Disciples That Make Disciples. This is our leadership training class. We want, we want to raise you up to defend the faith, to live like how a disciple is supposed to live so that you can be an elder or deacon in the church. And then we want to send you out to win souls for Jesus. Amen? And then our goal is to have 100,000 disciples with 50 churches in this city and 500 around the world. If you believe we can do that, say amen and give Jesus some praise. Come on. It is only by his power that we're going to do it, and we want you to be a part of that vision. At this time, we are going to prepare to um, go through our tithe and offering lesson. We are coming up to the end of the um, Disciples Giving book, and we are on lesson nine of section four. And section four, has, the title is 10 Hindrances to Overcome to giving your tithes and offerings, and we're on lesson nine, overcoming fear. We might have some technical issues with the internet. If it's not up, I think it's gonna be up. Just um, pay attention to me. All eyes on me, it's okay. But it is there, so you can look at the screen. Please turn with me in your Bibles to Matthew 25, 25. Again, these lessons are coming from the Disciples Giving book that my husband has been writing throughout the years, so it could be a blessing to our church for years to come. And there has been a lot of wisdom uh, and a lot of uh, just blessing that have come through these lessons so that we could be a generous church that gives our tithe and our offering to the Lord. So lesson nine is overcoming fear. The definition of a hindrance is a hindrance is something that prevents us from being obedient to God's commands. So we want to get rid of those hindrances so that we could be fully obedient to what God has called us to do. And the hindrance that we are going to be talking about today is fear. Let's read Matthew 25, 25. So I was afraid and went out and hid your gold in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. There's three main points that we could get from that Bible verse. Number one, so I was afraid. Fear is a powerful emotion that can prevent you from doing the right thing. How many of you guys could testify to that? For example, if you're afraid that God will not provide for you, you will not be faithful in giving your tithes and offerings. Let's not allow fear to grip our hearts. Let's believe that God is a good God, that he cares for his children, and he will come through. But we got to obey his commands and put him first. Number two, hid your gold. Sometimes people think like the lazy steward in the parable that hiding God's treasure is better than investing it into his kingdom. Certainly saving money is wise, but we should only save from what we have tithed from. Otherwise, we are hiding God's money because the tithe belongs to him. We will not get a return our, in, on our investment of any eternal value if we are not tithers and givers to the Lord. We can hide all of our money in CDs and stocks and, and uh, savings accounts, but if we are not faithfully tithing to the Lord, that will have no value. We will have no return for that when, um, you know, when the time comes that God wants to bless us in this life and the life after. Let's invest our money in his kingdom, amen? And number three, what belongs to you? The reality is everything belongs to God, not just our tithes and offerings. However, God only asks that we be faithful to give 10% back to him and seek his will for offerings above that. Therefore, when giving our tithes and offerings, we should do it remembering that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Everything belongs to God, amen? And all he asks, that we were faithful with a little, and when we're faithful with little, God will provide much. Here is the summary. Be motivated by your love for giving 
Be motivated by your love for God in giving, not hindered by your fear. It's a relationship. It's not a religion. We do this because we love God. Let's apply these three things to our life. Number one, be faithful in giving your tithes, which is 10% of your total income and offerings, anything you give after your tithe. Repent if you have not been faithful in giving God your tithes and offerings because of fear. And number three, learn God's financial promises in the Bible so you can replace your fear with faith. Stand up with me this morning if you want to be faith-filled people of God, generous, faithful tithers and givers of offering so that God can pour a blessing upon you that we don't have room to receive. Let's confess this together over our life on the count of three. One, two, three. By the power of the Holy Spirit and the guidance of the word of God, I will not be hindered by greed, laziness, unbelief, discouragement, or fatigue in my giving to God. I will overcome bitterness, impatience, pride, fear, idolatry, and live a life of obedience in my finances. Amen. We're going to prepare to give our tithes and offerings at this time. Again, a tithe, we believe at MPI, is 10% of your total income, and an offering is anything above that, which we designate to two locations. One is for our missions offering, and our second one is a building fund. And currently, we are in a missions uh, fund uh, offering a missions fundraiser for the Philippines in the summer of 2015. You guys have been faithfully uh, giving your pledges. We thank you so much. We're closing out the year. We have almost the full $20,000 raised. Come on, give yourselves a hand clap and all glory to God because we started it last January, but we presented it to you one year ago, December. We were presenting it to you. Be faithful to your pledges. Start asking the Lord what that number is going to be. And so many of you started giving a month early. So it's been 12 months even now to this day that you guys have been faithfully planting and pouring your seed into that Philippines mission trip. And we're going to close out the fund. And uh, we're just going to give God the glory for all that's going to happen in the Philippines. Amen. So on your envelope, please designate ties, missions, and offering very clearly uh, the amount that you want to go towards each account, each uh, location. And then also, if you could print legibly your name, first and last name, if you want that to be credited to your um, tax return paper that we give out at the end of the year. Let's recite this Bible verse together. Acts 20. 35. The Lord Jesus himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Let's pray. God, we thank you so much for your faithfulness, your generosity. You showed us what it, what the ultimate definition was of giving. You gave your son. Jesus, you gave your life, and we give back to you. And I pray, God, that you would bless your people with prosperity and favor and increase on their jobs as they are uh, faithful to you with their tithe and offering. Bring the increase that they need for their family. Bless this church, the ministry that we have to this city, and meet our needs according to your glorious riches in Christ Jesus. And everybody said amen. Please come forward as you give this morning.
Amen, amen. If you're still wanting to give, you can give in the back during our uh, service time or at the end of service. We have a giving box there and in the lobby. How many love Jesus? Can I get a woo woo? Come on, this is so exciting. My wife and I, we just want to invite you to have a good time with us right now as we present to you the talent of MPI Church, of Metro Praise International. You guys are going to see the children and what they've been working on, the niños and niñas. They're going to be awesome. And then you're going to see just a taste. Everybody say, just a taste. Just a taste of all the different adult talent that we have. We have a spoken word coming for, for you, a gospel song, a rap, a hip-hop. Yes, we can celebrate Jesus with hip-hop. You're also going to see maybe an opera. I think an opera is coming today. It's singing like, ah, which is not me. And then at the end, my beautiful senorita, my bonita senorita is going to preach. And she's going to drop it like it's hot. Amen. Now go ahead and put up this slide for me now, please. And I want to invite all of y'all back for next week to hear me preach a year closing out sermon, a new year with a new life. How many want to start the new year with a new life? Amen. So listen, don't just be a creaster. Y'all know what creasters are, right? Look at your neighbor and say, don't be a creaster. Don't just come on Christmas and Easter. I want to see all y'all back next week. Okay? And end out the year right to start a new year. And let me just help you with relationships. Everybody look up at me. If you don't end a relationship right, you're not going to start a relationship right. It's just the way it works. So you got to make things right before you go on to something else. Because if you didn't end it right, you're going to bring your wrong to the new thing. And so for this new year, don't bring your old you with you to the new year. Bring a new you to the new year. Amen? And so bring your rear here before the new year to hear this message, a new year with a new life. Give it up for Jesus one more time. Amen. I love you. Let's give it up for the Metro Praise Kings Kids and Pastor Sue Ellen. Hi, everyone. I'd like for you to please give them a big hand clap as they come on. We're going to... Uh, do three special songs for Christmas. So let's give them a hand clap. One, two.
joyful, joyful, we adore thee, God of glory, Lord of love. Hearts are full of pride before thee, opening to the sun above. Melt the clouds of sin and sadness, drive the dark of doubt away. Giver of immortal gladness, fill us with the light of day. All right, all right, give the kids one more hand clap. They work so hard. Good job, everybody. God is so good. Didn't they do a great job, everyone? They were amazing, the amazing King's kids. So who's excited to see this talent show? Sorry, bud. We have some amazing acts getting ready for you today. They've been working so hard this past month or so, getting their songs ready, getting their raps ready, getting their little dances ready. You know, go like this with me. Come on, go like this with me. Yeah. <laughs> so with our first uh, song today, we have Jessica Roman. So give her a hand clap as she comes up. Vinny to the front. I need my piano. 
just talk amongst yourselves as we uh, get ready for the. So just you know, look at your neighbor, say hi, neighbor. Uh, How's it going? All right, once again, give it up for Jessica and Vinny.
make some noise. Good job, guys. What an awesome start to an awesome talent show. Great job. Our next act is Desiree and Friends along with Vinny. So give it up for them.
right, great job. One more hand for the Mercado family. Merced, I'm sorry. <laughs> so in between some of these acts, we're going to have a little comic relief, okay? So we're going to ask uh, Joel. He's going to do something called Biblical What Ifs, and he's going to explain this. So give it up for Joel and his crew. All right, everybody say what if. So the, uh, the next skits you guys are going to see are uh, going to be about popular Bible stories. And what if they went the opposite direction? Everybody say, what if? All right. What if Jesus and Peter on the water? What if David and Goliath? What if the Good Samaritan That's it for the first set. Give it up for the guys. Hilarious. You're next. So we have a spoken word here ready for, from Ulysses. So be ready to get your heart blessed right now. What up, y'all? This spoken word is called sin. Ooh, but <clears throat> People in this world want a hero. They look up to fame and in drugs, the free loaf. I don't understand why can't y'all accept Jesus if he died for you and me. 
so we can free us. If y'all can cry and mourn over a sibling's death, what about the death of your neighbors? You ignore the rest. It ain't even funny that the devil is playing chess, and I battle so much it hurts my chest. Worthy is the land that was slain. The greatest sacrifice, I give him praise. My flesh is weak, I need him to keep me sane. Holy Spirit changed me, I'm a converted saint. I take a look at my hood, man. You don't mind saying, drugs ain't even as bad. But look, dude, I was there too. Evil fruit, said it made me choose. Until one day I realized, Yeshua died for my faults. Analyzed my heart, he took it all on the cross. Take a look at this world, God blessed you with it. But y'all twist up his word, it's not so you can mess with it. His book is divine, simple creation, soul theology. But y'all pick a zodiac sign of salvation, I rebuke astrology. I hear many atheistic minds conclude that God is evil and careless. But I'm theistic and I'm blind, we can prove, can heal and bring awareness. Isaiah 118, go to him and he will set you free. He died for you out of love, what more could you possibly need? Sins are red as crimson, but can be as white as snow. I am not led by wisdom, and I even escape death row. There's still enough time to leave Satan's pit. I don't care if you're a thief, worship a shrine, or a cold-hearted rich. I rejected Satan, got Yahweh on standby, and I'm protected by the very most high. I give him all the glory, accepting him, greatest story. He deserves my best. Listen to my homie, this is why I'm blessed. But you rather stay as a puppet of the devil? Just don't be scared when you hear the trumpet. That's the next level. God declare he is near. Hear my revelation. My spirit flow is clever. He said, want to try me? Go ahead and deny me. A lot of y'all say I'm an apostate for believing Jesus is Jehovah. It's ridiculous like our state of blindness. Your spirit is in a coma. He said, I am that I am. Can't you see in the Old Testament? Exposed to Moses and the Pharisees, that's the evidence. I am not ashamed to preach his divine word. I'm coming at you with thine spiritual sword. I'll knock on your door wearing a suit and tie, but I'm not sharing false fruit that you can't rely. JW's preacher too, but I'm a teacher and I won't look like a fool. It's either God or hell, you look at me like you ain't got a clue. This is it, now it's your time to choose. Let's all stand up and intercede in prayer. I want y'all to see that only he is greater. I have 116 well engraved in my heart. It's clean and keeping the devil apart. Lord, you are exalted. I got no shame to admit it. But society disgraces you, and I know it's pity. I may not be the only one with the dream of peace. Our nation exhausts hostility. Oh, God, help them, please. I'm just trying to keep young minds from being victims in the streets by proclaiming the gospel in their hearts because it's what they need. I could go back and deal with the homies, but I've been born again. Hear my testimony. Only his grace can fill such violent wounds, and beauty will expose like a violet blooms. I'm up here without the slightest fear or reservation to say that our city has become a ghetto deprivation. You can point a gun with the loaded chair on my forehead. My distorted eyes reflect a hater who needs the Lord bad. I always say that tomorrow's not guaranteed, but if you drift away from sin now, you will be set free. Jesus Christ died for it all. It ain't even religion. Give him every single flaw. My God is not fiction. Thank you. Everybody say, what if? Jesus and Peter on the water, part two.
What if stoning Mary part one? What if Moses and the Red Sea? Give it up for what ifs, everybody. <laughs> Causing us to giggle a little bit. Our next act, we have an awesome rap song called You Can't Take the Christ Out of Christmas. From my boy Julian. Give it up for Julian. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the Christmas season. But they don't know what it really means. They want to call it Xmas. We got to tell them what it really means. Yeah. You can't take the Christ out of Christmas. They out here catching bodies like statistics. The reason for the season better listen. Yeah. You can't take the Christ out of Christmas. They out here catching bodies like statistics. The reason for the season better listen. Hold up. Uh, I'm suiting up and getting ready. No black tie to fight an enemy. Yeah, you know the bad guy. But it's Christmas, so it all seemed to go away. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can't take the Christ out of Christmas. We out here catching bodies like statistics. The reason for the season better listen. Yeah. You can't take the Christ out of Christmas. 
They out here catching bodies like statistics. The reason for the season better listen. Okay. Uh, so get it straight. Yeah, he coming back right every day and every night. Jesus reigns. He's better than he's ever been. And sin is whack. It's whacker than it's ever been. So I don't care. Nah, really, I don't care. When I'm praising Jesus, I put my hands in the air. And we raise them up all day. Never stop. No play. Gotta do it right. Gotta do it all play. Oh, can't take the Christ out of Christmas. They out here catching bodies like statistics. The reason for the season better listen. Yeah, one more time. They can't take the Christ out of Christmas. They out here catching bodies like statistics. The reason for the season better listen. Yeah, uh, yeah, you can't take them out. You can't take them out. Yeah, yeah. You can't take Christ out of Christmas. 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 Cause he run this thing. What? He run this thing. What? And he gon' come back. Yeah, he run this thing. What? It's Christ over everything. Christ over everything. Christ over everything. Christ over everything. Now come. It's Christ over everything. Make some noise. All right. We got some funky sounds coming up from, uh, from our boy uh, Lawrence and Rudy and Stephanie. So give it up as they come up and get ready. Ra 
today and if you feel like standing up and praising and shouting I, I suggest you do give it up for this human video with Rachel and the gang
Stand up to your feet and worship the precious Lamb of God. We love you, Jesus. We exalt your mighty name. Hallelujah. That was amazing. I just want to run around this church, but I don't want to pull a hammy. Stay standing because what I'm about to do is I'm about to present the preacher of the night, of the day. <laughs> Feels like night for some reason. You know, I've been coming to this church for over seven, eight years now, and the impact that the Wyrostic family has had on my life has been tremendous. Amen? And this woman of God right here, this firecracker for Jesus, Nancy and Joe, have been just so impactful to us. And if you just look around, guys, you know, this is the fruit of their ministry. Amen? So with that being said, I want to introduce Nancy Wyrostic with the word of God today. Amen. Thank you, Ish. Oh, we couldn't have done it without these amazing leaders and all these powerful disciples that have joined us along the way. So give yourselves a hand clap, too. Amen. You may be seated this morning. I want to open up in prayer. There's such a sweet presence of Jesus here. Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for your gift. We thank you that you came so that we could live. We thank you, Jesus, for coming for saving us, for redeeming us, for healing us. Have your way, God, in this time as your word goes forth. Let your word bring life. God, your word says that your word is living and active. It is sharper than a double-edged sword, and it penetrates the dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and the attitudes of our heart. So, Lord, I pray that you would operate. You do surgery this morning on your people, on those that are hurting, God. I release your healing and your freedom in the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody said, amen. amen. Again, we thank you for joining us this morning as we celebrate Christmas, as we celebrate Jesus and all that he has done in our life. The title of my message this morning is When Jesus Came. If you could please turn with me to your Bibles in Philippians 2, 5 through 11. Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 11. And before we read that, I just want to talk to you a little bit about how people usually feel around this time. You know, if you think about the holidays, you know, there's always the hustle and the bustle of the gifts and getting everything ready and putting the trees under the Christmas tree and all the baking. But when you look at just our nation alone, there's so much hurt and there's so much pain. You know, this time should be a time of joy and celebration, but the reality for many is that it is a time of loneliness, depression, and brokenness and, and friendships and relationships. So I want to encourage you this morning that no matter what loss you experienced in 2014, no matter the kind of heartache that you have with you this morning, I want to let you know that Jesus came to give you life and life to the fullest. That's why he came. And I want to encourage you to reach out to him because he wants to save you he wants to restore you, he wants to heal you, and he wants to redeem you. Let's read Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 11. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing, somebody say nothing, by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. 
Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Number one, when Jesus came, he led by example in his humility. Verses five through seven highlight how he had to come to this earth. Jesus, the Son of God, had to empty himself to become like us. He took on flesh. He came to this world because that is the only way for him to reconcile us to God. And that was the greatest act of true humility. Let's have humble attitudes with each other, church. If we are professing Christ, I want to challenge us to look at the example of Jesus and live lives of humility with one another. Husbands and wives, parents with their children, on your job, in the ministry, with leaders and the people that you're working with, let's learn through the example of Jesus and his humility. Because if Jesus, 100% man, 100% God, came to take our place, to be like us, how much more should we do that with each other? See, the, the, the key point of this message is how do we have the same attitude, the same mindset of Christ in our relationships with one another? And I believe that so many times around the holidays, the reason why people are hurting, the reason why people are alone, isn't because they didn't get the latest iPad, isn't because they didn't get the latest Jordans, it's because there's brokenness in marriages. There's brokenness with their relationship with their children. It's relationships that need restoration. And Jesus came to show us how it's done. Please turn with me to the book of Luke, chapter 2. Verse 4 through 14. And in the light of Christmas, I wanted to pick this passage of scripture so that we could see what it looked like when Jesus came. Luke chapter 2, verses 4 through 14. So, Ju so Joseph also went, I'm sorry, I lost it, went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news. Somebody say, good news. See, when Jesus came, it was good news. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth. Peace to those on whom his favor rests. That's how our Savior came to this earth. There was no room for him to even come to be born. And so Mary had to deliver him in a manger. 
let's learn from that example of humility. Let's serve others like how Jesus came to serve us. Amen? Number two, when Jesus came, he led by example in his selflessness. When you read verse 8, it says he was found uh, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by being obedient to death, even death on a cross. He was selfless. Jesus came with a mission in this life, knowing that he would give up his life so that we could have our life, so that we could have life and life to the fullest. He didn't think about himself. He was thinking about us. And, our and in our relationships with other people, we need to think about them more than we think about ourselves. If we truly desire to have the attitude of Christ, this mindset of Christ, we need to be selfless in our attitude towards the people that we are in relationship with. And when you think about this time, the Christmas season, even though there is a great spirit of giving during the holiday season here, if we're honest and we really look closely, there's a lot of selfishness, a lot of greed, a lot of uh, entitlement, and we need to change that through our attitude of how we interact with each other. We need to be selfless, not selfish. We need to learn by the example of Jesus. Vinny, if you could please come to the keyboard. In order to be selfless like Jesus, like when Jesus came, we need to be full of love. Because it was love that sent Jesus to the cross. That's what made him selfless. It was pure love. Please turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 13, 3 through 7, so that we could get a glimpse of what that looks like for us and how we could emulate that kind of love. Because scripture gives us direction, amen? We have to apply it to our life. So if we want to be selfless like Jesus, full of love and our attitudes towards each other, this is what it look this is what we have to do. Verse 3 of 1 Corinthians chapter 13. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. Are you patient? Are you kind in your relationships? It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. So if we want to learn from Jesus. We need love to be our first motivation of what that selflessness is. So let's be selfless like him and show the world what love, what real love looks like. Because the Bible says that the world will know us by our love for one another. And then they will see that we are truly his disciples. If you could please stand up with me on your feet this morning. Number three. When Jesus came, he led by example in his victory. Verses 9 through 11 says, Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that he is Lord. He 
won the victory. He showed us what it was like to overcome. The nails couldn't keep him down. The grave couldn't keep him in. He was exalted and he was given the name above every other name. He is our greatest example. When Jesus came, he led in victory. And you and I have the victory this morning in the name of Jesus. Our Savior humbled himself, showed the greatest act of selfless love, and conquered death in the grave to show us what victory looked like. And God the Father exalted him to the highest place and gave him that name that when we acknowledge it, that when we confess that name, we can be saved. With all eyes closed all across this room and every head bowed, if you do not have a personal relationship with Jesus, if you are not right with God and you've been running and it's been religion to you, or this God thing has taken the back seat of your car, it really hasn't mattered, it's not been very important, I want you to apply these three things to your relationship with God. Before you can apply them to your husband and wife, before you can apply these three things to any other relationship in your life, the first most, most important primary relationship you need to fix is your relationship with God. And how do you do that? You come humbly. The Bible says he gives grace to the humble, but he opposes the proud. He is against. He pushes back those who are prideful. Come humbly to Jesus. Come selfless before him. Empty yourself like how he had to empty himself to come and save us. Now when you come to him, empty yourself and say, God, I have nothing. Take my heart. All I have is yours. And overcome your bitterness and your anger towards God and receive his ability to be victorious. For those of you who are in right standing with God, you have been born again. You've been living for Jesus. But there's things in your personal life, relationships, whether it's your marriage, your relationship with your children, relationship with your parents, coworkers, leaders, whatever it is, be humble. Be humble in how you act with the people in your life. Be selfless. Go out of your way to show selfless love and be victorious over any bitterness that you've allowed the enemy to wedge in your heart. Declare that 2015 is going to be a new year, that this Christmas, when you're hanging around your family and there's been family turmoil and hardship and brokenness and there's so much gossip and there's so much hate and there's so much brokenness, you stand up and show the first act of selfless love and be victorious over the unforgiveness. Be victorious over that bitterness. Give it to Jesus. Say, God, take it out of my heart. I want to live like you. I want to have an attitude like you. If the worship team can please come up. If you fall into any one of these categories, number one, you need to get right with Jesus. We invite you to come to this altar and make it right today. Do not let this hour pass you by. Jesus wants a relationship with you. He came so that could happen. You don't have to do anything else but come. Come as you are, but when you come, come humbly. When you come, come selflessly.
And when you come, be ready to receive the victory that is for you through Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. Amen. Let's lift up our hands. Let's get ready to worship the Lord this morning together. Before we give that first main dismissal, before we release you guys for more family portraits, before we give you some free time as we prepare for the baptisms, let's worship the Lord this morning. Search your hearts. Search your hearts and do not let this time pass you by. Come forward as the altar workers make their way up and line across the front. Let's worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. Give him the glory. Let's exalt him because he has that place. He is worthy of all of our praise. God, we thank you for this time. We thank you for this power, powerful service from the beginning to the end. The power of the Holy Spirit that has been in here. Your sweet, sweet presence, Jesus. We magnify you. We glorify you. This was all for you. Every singing talent, every rapping talent, all the little children, God. We thank you for all the dancers and the musicians, God, and all the instruments that praised you today. Receive the glory, King of kings and Lord of lords. Come on, let's worship together before we dismiss this morning. If you love Jesus, can you give him one more shout of praise and a hand clap? Hallelujah. We love you, Jesus. Amen. Wasn't that fun? This is what we're going to do. We are going to dismiss by worshiping and praying. So those of you who want to give your life to Jesus today, find one of these prayer workers as we dismiss. If you have a prayer need for anything today, let us pray for you. We want the honor of doing that. As we dismiss, photography will be in the back there in the entrance there for you and your family. And then we're going to take 10 minutes to worship and get ready for the baptisms. How many excited for baptisms? Amen. We've got about 30 people that are going to take a dip right there. It's going to be awesome. So we want them to get ready. If you're here today and you haven't been baptized, we'll make sure you can get ready. We want you to join us today because the Bible commands us to go into all the world, make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything. So if you have not been baptized since being a child, some of you were raised and you were baptized as a child, you can't make a confession of Christ as a child. You need to do it like how Jesus did it, with, with your full understanding. Can I hear an amen? Or you've never been baptized and you want to, do it now. Or if you have backslid and gone away from God and you know if you would have died, you would have went to hell. But now you're making a dedication to God. I was baptized three times before I understood what I was doing. Once my parents wanted me to do it at eight, I thought I understood it, but I wild out. Then as a teenager, I said, man, I want to give, give it a shot. And then I wild out again. It wasn't until I was 18 years old when I really meant it and confessed my sins and said, I'm going to live for God. So we already got 30 of you signed up. You know what to do. But I'm inviting all of you. Once again, if you were only baptized as a baby, how can you be born again then? You can't. Get baptized now. 
If you've walked away from God, you need to make a public profession right here. When you were at the club, you were making your public profession for everybody else. When you were on the job cursing, you made that public profession. You basically showed them what a hypocrite looked like. Show them now what a born-again saint of God looks like. Amen? So that's who we're talking to. So we're going to dismiss. If you got to go, you can go, but this is going to be our after party. We're going to baptize every one of you, whoever wants to get baptized. But don't leave unless you get prayer if you needed it today because I really want you all to get it. Amen. Pray today as a family. Some of you need that. Some need to come here with your husbands, wives, children. Get prayer. Amen. Let's close out. Father God, thank you for this wonderful time. Thank you for the word, the talent show. God, the children, all that we did. And now we ask you to bless your people as we go our separate ways. Bless this time of baptism. Let the testimonies be awesome. And Lord, this holiday season, December 25th, let us all be Christ-centered. Let us remember you're the reason for the season, God. So I pray you bless 